Hello, divine, beautiful souls. This is Energy Speaks Podcast with your host, Catriel. So I wanted to ask you guys what innovative changes are you making or experiencing in your life? So a little bit of an energy update type of thing. Right now, we are currently in the transit of the sun in Aquarius season. What is Aquarius? So I was just sitting down. I just realized that um, uh, where I'm at at my yeshiva, um, the, the person that we're often um, uh, seeing every single day that's helping us with our stuff, her birthday is today. So happy birthday, Miriam Yifrach. <laughs> and as I was, um, I felt really guided to, to say to her, hey, um, for your birthday, here's a little gift. If you would like me to take a look at your birth chart, I can answer any questions um, that, you know, you would like um, within your chart. And so um, it just, it was interesting because she has like a lot of Aquarius in her chart and it just got me into this, this energetic flow and, and just like, what are the energies going on right now? So first of all, I want to say we have a lot of shifts and changes in the world at this very time so far. What's what, what's been going on that's, energetically identifiable as Aquarian energy. So we know that Aquarius is associated with electricity. It's associated with shaking shift up with innovation of technology with um, doing things um, for the betterment of the whole like the one energy. Um, there's so many aspects to, to Aquarian energy. It's also called the water bearer. Essentially, um, friends and um, organizations are a part of Aquarian energy. Well, in the last, um, in the last, let's just say two weeks, here in Israel, here in Jerusalem, we've experienced um, a lot of Aquarian shakeups. Unfortunately, um, we've had a few attacks um, in Jerusalem, terrorist attacks. Um, and you have to wonder what's going on in the beings that are doing this. Like what's shifting and, sh and shooken up inside of them to do something like this. Another thing is our, our government is going through a shakeup. Um, it's 
a different type of government than I was in last year. Like it's it's a dem- democracy, right? But um, the, the government wants to make certain changes that are not necessarily for the betterment from a lot of people's eyes, the betterment of the whole and only for a small group. Um, and so it, it impinges on religious freedoms. Um, interesting to say in the state of Israel or the country of Israel. Um, and then another thing that's happened is um, earthquake in Turkey, Syria area that was also felt here in Israel. Um, uh, one of our Rosh Hashivas, um said, I think it was like 400 kilometers away or something like that, um, which is not far. So it puts into people's minds like, okay, let's, let's take a moment and pause and wake up to this awareness that things can be out of our realm of control. But what do we have control over? Preparation for different scenarios, not to live in the state of fear, but the awareness can be bliss. Because if you have an action plan, you can know well, if these certain scenarios happen, how do I go forward, right? So that's a good thing, <laughs> right? We have this awareness, so now we can act upon it. And um, if something to wherever happened. Um, again, we learned a lot of things um, during COVID. Now, what's interesting I'd like to bring to your attention is back in 2020, we had um, a large stellium. A stellium is um, two or more planets in the same house, not far from each other, like within, I would say about five to seven degrees, okay? So we had a very large stellium. that was in Aquarius. So it brought a lot of shifts and changes. Now, many of us looked at this and was like, wow, some major innovative changes are going to occur. Now this started to occur during January of 2020. Now, most people were not aware of everything that was going on in the world. Certain people, woke up to it around December of 2019, but many did not have this um, effect go on, uh, especially in America, until May, um, about a, a, around, about a week after Purim, okay? Maybe, maybe a few days earlier, like it was right around the corner, right? I know because I remember that time very, very, much in detail and i was watching the energies around me and so what was going on is saturn was kind of going back and forth type of thing 
um saturn is so we have two schools of thought right um we have planets that uh are of rulership of different zodiac energies okay we have the original that we would use in like um astrology from the time of like like what we would use in jewish astrology right now okay kabbalistic astrology you had seven main planets when discoveries were made we added more planets to the mix which allowed for planets to have different rulership what is an example of this so the planet that was originally associated with with aquarius energy was saturn what also was capricorn energy capricorn energy is different than aquarius energy okay how these are really important things to to kind of pay attention to okay so you have one capricorn is a earth sign and it's a cardinal sign and the cardinal means like initiator it's foundational oriented with structure seeing slow progress but actually actively working towards the goal that's why it's aligned with the mountain goat the mountain goat will see the bigger picture and continuously walk up knowing that it will achieve little by little and so that's capricorn's energy that's you know so saturn how does this different you know like how do we see the two aspects within saturn saturn is what is known as like in charge of time structure foundation changes um and so where they start to drift from each other or go a, a, the next level is aquarius aquarius is an air sign it is a fixed sign and it's associated with shaking shit up okay revolutionary change okay so that being said you have like this structure kind of being revolutionized so everything that capricorn's used to it's now taking a step higher and saying okay we have the structure and now we're going to revolutionize it we're going to make it a for the whole rather than just a section you know and so instead of this slow progress you see like a lightning 
bolt of change, which is unique. That's very unique. Now, I gave the perspective from like a mazel perspective, like a Kabbalistic, how we would look at things from a long time ago. And still some of us today. Now, when we innovated, discovered new planets, we discovered Uranus. And Uranus started to take the the um, the energy of Aquarius because it's paired. It's solely to do with um, evolutionary change, like innovative change. And so you have this a lot of electrifying energy. Now, all right, where I was going with this on the worldly standpoint is because we're still in some type of, you know, shift over in like the, okay, so Saturn, it's transit period, okay? Like, let's say it's orbital period, right? Is 29 and a half years, okay? So that's why we have like what was called a Saturn return. So anyone who's 29, 30, you got to realize that do a few years before and a few years after anyone who's um you know 59 through 62 okay that's second saturn return and then someone who's like going into their 90s okay um that's would be the third saturn return now if you make it past that that's just, that's absolutely incredible <laughs> like wow uh, not many people have uh, gotten there. So you're you're seeing um, things shift and change in regards to the Saturn um, in your life. Like it's 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 allowing you to take a look at like what is shifting and changing in your life um, structurally. Now when the earth is viewing this and seeing when something's actively shifting from one uh, planetary energy to, or sorry, one zodiac energy to another, it's like very large. You can see that energy speak. And part of what we saw was this dynamic because we have retrogrades and a retrograde is kind of allowing us to rewrite certain things rewire certain things look at the other side of the coin also regress <laughs> um all these different things can be possible during that time of 2020 we had um uh this going from Capricorn, like Saturn going from Capricorn energy to this Aquarian energy, which was very interesting because once we got into this Aquarian energy, we all started to work together. You remember when we had all of like the conversations? Okay. It was kind of like, oh goodness, we're all going into quarantine. We're all shutting down. Everything's, you know, going dark. And then everybody's like, well, let's go online. 
right around the time that Saturn shifted into Aquarius. And what is Saturn, or sorry, what is Aquarius associated with? Innovative technology. It's very creative, right? In the technology aspect, because it wants, naturally wants to get groups together, right? That's something within us that that energy is saying, you guys need, you need someone to talk to. You need more, you know, you need to be around one another. And so since it was impossible, we virtually came online. Okay. Now, that being said, when you have, you know, we walked backwards a little bit because we went back into Capricorn and then a lot of weird stuff happened. We went to like this old way of thinking and then we went back into Aquarius and it was like, okay, wait a minute. We were not on the same page. And now we have to, we're cleaning up and reshifting all of that that came up during that time now. And we keep moving forward. Okay. We still have one planet that needs to add before we completely make this, this shift, this Aquarian shift. Because now, if you haven't noticed, I'm really speaking about the age of Aquarius, right? Pluto. Pluto is the last planet that needs to make the shift and change. Um, and, and so let me give you a, a little history lesson. The last time that Pluto was going through these, this particular type of change, where it's going from Capricorn to the Aquarian energy, was the Revolutionary War. Okay? Revolutionary War. So I find, you find that interesting because it's all about revolutionary change. Now, that does not mean we are going to have a revolutionary war again. What it does mean is we have the opportunity to have this awareness because we can be on the positive side of the coin where we're working together with one another, creating a beautiful vision. Vision boards should be your best friend right now. You are in Aquarian energy. It's all about the aha moments. It's all about taking these different concepts and, and, and building something that's like genius. And it, all it has, all it is, is this kok, it's, it's, it's this kokma energy. Okay. It's like, essentially, I'll explain what kokma is. In the Sephiroth, we have, the Sephiroth is the, the Kabbalah tree of life. We have different little, like, circles, essentially, right? These little circles on the board are explaining different energies of Hashem, like Hashem's energy, like of how the map of, of, of existence, of how energies play out. And Chokmah is the energy of the knowing before you're actually aware of it. It's like going into this aha moment. So 
you kind of have to let go completely and allow for this revelation to come through. We're in this energy now. So I ask the question again, what are you doing? How can you be productive during this time? Now, I will say shifts and changes are a thing. So if you are in a job right now and you're not aligning with it, you will find some resistance. Why? Because if your soul is wanting to do something different, it's not happy. It is feeling suffered, like suffocated. It is the time to be aware of this and not shove it under the rug. Why? Because these energies are starting to come together. Like the soul energies, we're innovating the frequency of existence. That's cosmic, obviously. <laughs> it's, it's this new type of awareness. And it doesn't have to make sense. Because Aquarius is across the board from Leo. It's always looking to say, where's my heart in all of this? Because it needs Leo to look at and say, what is my love? And instantly, right? When we identify, it identify our love, it attracts us to, like, that's the key of the universe, is right? Law of attraction, right? When we can identify, become aware of what our love is, we start to call in and, and we feed that energy. We start attracting more of that in our life. So when we can take these principles of, of love and positive energies, we start to shift and change the world. You ever see like um, uh, a smile and how one person who walks into the room that smiles that maybe there was like 10 grumpy people, you know, that one smile can change so much because it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard not to do this. Just as well as a laugh. A laugh does not, I don't know if you've ever been to laughter yoga, but the premise behind it is that you shift yourself into a new space after this particular laughter meditation. And part of that is the body does not recognize between a fake laugh and a real laugh. So if we have, let's just say we're going through some deep shit, okay? It's not pleasant. And we don't know what to do. Laughter is the best medicine. So we go to this laughter, uh, you know, laughter meditation. And we, we start training ourselves to laugh. 
okay? And you keep doing that. You can do this for like at least 30 minutes, right? The body does not realize the difference between what is a fake laugh and a real laugh. What happens alchemically during laughter? It actually shifts and changes, changes the chemicals in your body. And again, it doesn't matter if you're faking the laugh or you're real laughing because it's going to send certain um, chemicals to the brain and the brain is going to also send chemicals down and all of that, right? And it's going to shift your mood. Now, that's going to change your attitude. So when you walk out that door, you're no longer in this grumpy mood or in this bad state. You're actually shifting and changing your frequency. And deeper within that is your vibration. Now, when you walk out the door and you interact with other people, they can feel that. And they may not realize they're feeling someone else's energy, but that's what's going on. Especially, you know, uh, here's another little fun little reference, right? Um, during COVID, we were told to stay six, six feet away from each other or two meters. Okay. What's funny is that is the auric field when it's at its closed most point. You can expand that, of course, but when it's at its most closed point, it's two meters or six feet. Now, do you find that interesting? It, it you know, it acknowledged a lot of uh, aspects of what an empath is. If you don't know what an empath is, an empath is um, someone who can feel into energy, right? The subtle energies can feel uh, how someone else is feeling in the room. I'll do an entire thing on empaths and I can even break it down from the eyes of the Zodiac because the, the Zodiac energies in itself have um, specialties within um, uh, like empaths work and so um it's a it's a fun little um thing of getting to know yourself and what you know it, what can what can you do um if you know you're an empath and um learning about yourself and what maybe how that's connected to your zodiac energies or chart right and what what energies we're born under that literally Hashem gave us, you know, um, all of this stuff works together and it's beautiful. So that being said, I challenge you today to pay attention to how you want, what you want as your is your future. What do you want it to look like? What do you want it to feel like? Who do you want around you? 
do you want to live in a, a space where there's peace and harmony? Do you want to live in a space where you can choose to choose? Do you want to live in a space where you can do the job you want to do, help other people, give service to others? go to school, play a sport, do art, be a teacher, listen to music, dance. I invite you to choose something that will help you recognize this energy, connect with it. Whether it's through doing some art, doing a meditation, journaling, putting on some music and feeling the vibes, dancing, you choose reading a book that helps you connect with this energy, studying, allow ourselves to, to create a world that we want to live in. And so that being said, I, I want to take a moment. And I want to do a little tiny meditation. I want to, let's take a deep breath in. On this next breath, anything that no longer serves us, let's inhale white light. And exit gray. Inhale white light. Exit gray. Deep within the earth. Is it being transmuted? Now a deep breath in. White light. And colors out now i want to do three breaths through the crown chakra it's right here so take your awareness and move it up towards the crown put your head or hand on your head or just visualize violet purple energy, these gold flecks opening up the top of your crown, connecting you to spirit, source, Hashem, the creator of the universe. 
let's take a deep breath in, connect with this energy. Let's hold it. Allow us to float in this energy. And out. Again, deep breath in, move our awareness up to the crown. Let's float in this energy. And out. And now let's take this deep breath in. Moving it up to the crown chakra. Let's float in this energy. See us connected with the universe that connects us all together. And allow this purple energy, this violet energy to start mixing with the rainbow and allow it to encompass your entire aura, everything around you. Now let's move our awareness to the heart chakra. The heart chakra is the chakra that connects us with the higher realms, the creator of the universe. And here to our physical body, to the physical awareness. Let's take a deep breath in. Allow us to feel this emerald green heart energy and out let's feel the emerald green energy when we breathe in and watch it turn to rainbow and out One more time, we're going to breathe into this heart energy and see the rainbow and it's all connected together with one heart. And now let's connect with our root since we're on this physical plane of existence, this world Allow us to see this garnet red energy. Let's breathe in deep. Feel it come down our legs into the earth. Grounding us. Let's take a deep breath in and see this ruby red, garnet red, whatever you choose turn into a rainbow. And now on this last breath, I want you to take a deep breath in. See this rainbow energy and our root connected to the heart of the earth and everyone else connected to this heart.
All right, one more breath. Now let's take this deep breath in and allow the rainbow energies to float over us like fairy dust. All right. So, encourage you today to go out, say hello to someone, smile at someone, wave at someone, and also tell someone you love them. I love you all, divine, beautiful souls. This is Energy Speaks Podcast with your host, Katriel. Shalom. <laughs>